0: to the e-drumming radio podcast, where we feed our addiction for e-drumming and virtual drum technology. Virtual Addiction. And now your host, Brian Edward Baker. Hey, it's Brian Baker. Welcome to the e-drumming radio podcast, the first podcast for January, 2021. Um, A few episodes back, I spoke about, What was that? That was uh, goal-setting, basically. And so it was business goals leveling up and creating runway before your business launch. So that was episode 12. Um, I have since launched a free Founders Launch, the Design Your Stealth Mode Drum Studio Challenge. And I spoke about that in the last episode. Uh, uh, I guess we did an overview. Um, But today I want to speak quickly about... um, goal setting, I guess, again for 2021. So so what are your goals? What is it you're doing? Um, and I wanted to talk about a question I got from a student, and it had to do with um, his goals for this year, and it had to do with practice. And I believe it applies to everybody here, uh, and you can apply this to different scenarios, but basically he was getting into like, you know, overwhelm. And it had to do with what should I practice? Should I work on my hands? Should I work on my feet? Should I work on my, my kit playing? And so while this is not specifically e-drumming related, I think it is very much, um, you know, as I, I, practical goal setting and and I guess having a good strategy. And since we're about to release um, some strategy videos that I've done recently uh, on the podcast, referring to designing your studio. Um, I just thought this would be a good a good way to start. So I'll, I'll, let me dig into this. So basically, he had been struggling, I guess, to, to kind of figure out what is a good solid approach, and it led me into uh, some suggestions, you know, with him and we got into cover songs but let me back up a little bit so i can kind of give you what, what i what i recommended so i i think the best approach and it's my opinion everyone's a little different but as a drum teacher i think the best approach to any student is you should work on three things so the first thing is um and I got this from Guitar Mastery Method, by the way. I thought this was a really great approach to practicing. Okay, and getting the most out of practice. So, if you've got any guitarists out there, you might tell them about that course. And, and there's no affiliate commissions for me. It's just a course that I take because I also play guitar, and um, and consume the info. But the, the things you should work should practice. One, you know, you got your technique, right? You got your your uh, exercises that you play that may not be specifically. Uh, practically usable in songs, always, but might, like stick control, the book, uh, create a technical ability with your hands that you could also use with your feet. So whether you're learning rudiments, whether you're learning, you know, uh, stick control uh, type stuff, or you're working on your rolls, or whatever it happens to be, I believe exercises... uh, technical ability that should be like uh, one of the tiers and you can break your time up into three separate tiers or approaches you can do a, a if you got 30 minutes a day or an hour a day you can do a re- rotation 3 a rotation which is what I recommended um, or if you've got lots of time and he does have lots of time it has the option to do this too you could break you know he likes to practice three or four hours a day it's his personal thing um, so what I suggested was, you know, maybe you could break your hours up into three-hour se- segments, okay? Um, and if you got an hour, break it into 20 minutes per. So, so exercises, right, that have to do with building technique. The second thing was um, music theory. So um, for a drummer, one of the things I like to go to when I'm thinking about theory is is more like, and rather than study how chord changes work or the circle of fifths, you might want to study styles of music. So um, one thing that comes to mind is Tommy Igo's Groove Essentials. So you spend your uh, your second uh, I guess tier or uh, twenty minutes or hour, you know, your second, you know, let's call it third, so the second third of uh, your practice should be spent on different styles of music, so that you round yourself out as a musician, and this is going to lead up to our our discussion on uh, a concept here, the third thing I think that a person should do is covers, learning to play songs, so you take all that exercises you were working on in the first, you know, uh, the first third, and the styles of music, beats and grooves of, say, rock, fusion, Latin, jazz, and you're going to apply it into learning a song, you know, so you'll take, you know, if you're working on, uh, you know, I guess fusion, you know, or uh, funk or whatever, rock, you know, uh, learn a song that you like, you know, pick out something that you like that you think will stretch you beyond your norm. Okay, and so, you know, there's a reason I think that this three-tiered approach or this three-phase approach to practice is important. Number one, your your technical ability to play certain rudiments and certain certain stickings are also important, but uh, are important. Um, But learning just how to play practical things, you know, if you're a beginner, maybe it's triplets or paradiddles or whatever, and then you're applying some of what you've learned in learning a style of music. So if you're working through Groove Essentials by Tommy Igo, you know, you might be in a, you know, you might be past the rock stuff and starting to get into some of the funk. Um, And now you can apply those stylistic approaches and those technical things you learned in learning a song by someone that inspires you. And maybe there's things in there you haven't done yet or something that's new, that's challenging, whether it be a drum fill or a rhythm or a syncopated beat on one of your limbs, you know, one of the instruments. Um, And all of this rounds you out, because learning other people's styles, learning other people's take on certain songs, um, and getting through the song form and the drum fills and all of those things are going to make you a better player, right? Okay. So we had had that discussion, and he comes back to me, and we we had been discussing covers that would be fun, and so I had suggested some of the drum fills in Motley Crue's Time for Change, while it's a ballad and kind of a chill song, are very much interesting, you know, the way Tommy Lee phrases a lot of his fills. And I think Tommy Lee of Motley Crue is probably one of the most underrated players, um, out there, because everything he does, in my opinion, is extremely tasty, and there's a lot of feel in what he plays. So, uh that was one of the songs we had discussed. And then we discussed uh, uh, Kickstart My Heart. And so we're kind of looking at like a lot of the 80s hair metal drummers um, and, you know, what they do, what they play. So I think Kickstart My Heart was one. And, oh, and Primal Scream. Primal Scream's an awesome song with a lot in it. There's a whole lot going on that uh, Tommy Lee does. And so we had discussed this. And then, uh, you know, my student had brought up a book that he'd found, and this will date me, but in my opinion, while it's great and and wonderful to go through a a cover song book if they've got it, and they've got accurate drums in there and read it, I think back to the times as I was growing up, and you might be like this too, where you're learning to play drums, you've got to go back to the beginning, not now, not you experienced today, if you're out there and you've been playing a while, um, But you in the beginning, you know, and you got to think about, you know, learning a song. And back when I was learning to play, all we had was the cassette, you know, it's going to date me, (laughs) but a cassette of the music and then our kit. That was it. There was no written, you know, drum tablature, which I don't like anyway. I like drum music personally. I'm, I'm a little opinionated about it, but learning to read is very important. And I told my my student, I said, you know what? When I was coming up and I was learning to play, we had a tape cassette and then we had our imagination. So my suggestion was don't buy a drum tap book. You get it if you want to, but try this. Try to play the song and listen to it all the way through a few times. Try to learn the song structure Get that down first, and you can do this in any order. Some people just like to take it from the intro to the verse to the choruses and go through it chronologically. Uh, but I suggest going through and learning the song's structure, but don't worry about the drum fills. Don't worry about anything hard in the intro or the outro. Just get that structure kind of memorized. And then as you figure out those beats, you're going to have to figure out the sticking yourself. You know, like identify that. Is it an eighth note? Is it a sixteenth? Is he opening the hats? Is he... Choking a symbol, is there anything interesting going on so once you get your structure down try to get your 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 hits that that are important to catch to make the song accurate down then on the third time you go through once you feel comfortable there now start attacking the drum fills and you know drum fills are a thing like in a drum chart where you can just interpret a fill and do it how you want to uh, this particular student likes to try to play things note for note, and i'm I, I have torn feelings about that too, but I think it's there 's nothing like an, an inspiring drummer that you love, you know because we 're all standing on the shoulders of giants, right, and we all steal from each other, we all pull from our favorite licks from this drummer, that drummer and and beats and maybe we tweak things and implement them in our own music. But the next thing I was, I was telling him to do was go ahead and learn each drum fill as it, you know, if that's what you want to do, absolutely learn each drum fill as it's played, you know? So the point being that while we can rely on written music, and there, are, there is chart reading, and there is that whole thing, I think it's very important to get off the page and get into committing a rhythm, a beat, a drum fill to memory, so you can have it in your toolbox. But not only will you be able to perform a cover accurately, right? It'll it'll expand your toolbox. And then the next phase after doing covers, and uh, you probably hear the rumble of my car. I'm in my car. But the next phase after doing covers is what happens when you sit in with the band down the road, or what happens when you go to open mic night, or what happens if you got an original band you're trying to write with? Well, whether you're learning beats or covers, it's important to be able to get off the page and use your own imagination if there's nothing there. Your improvisational skills are very, very, very important as a drummer and your own creativity. So. I'm not saying not to learn drum beats in a book and read it, sight read, or learn to sight read. I am saying don't be afraid to take a beat, if it's, even if it's as simple as that, like you're learning to play, go back to when you were just learning, you're learning an eighth note rock groove with a syncopated kick pattern. Sure, learn it on the page, sight read it, memorize it, commit it to memory and get off the page. And the next time you go sit down with a band, you know, if you're confident in your playing ability, you can break out that beat or a variation thereof while sitting in with someone. So that is like the next phase past covers is original music. So I do believe it's very important to get off the page. So that kind of brings me to this concept That I want to go into, um, and it's this simply stated, I'm going to tie it all together now. So hopefully you're, you're sticking with me here. So while we, so just like learning to play the drums and learning to play a cover and learning to play rhythms, you know, that you can commit to memory. If you get off the page, you're going to come into things in your goal setting, whether it be learning to teach, building a new drum set, uh, you know going into a session going into a jam session or a recording session but a jam session where it's like that like you've never sat down before a guy's got a song or a gal's got a song and you're the drummer they're looking to you to come up with a part well this is the creative side so just like in entrepreneurship you're gonna run into these things in your goal setting where you've never done this thing before and Sometimes you've got to wing it. Sometimes you've got to say, you know what? I don't know how to do this exactly right, but I'm going to learn, and then I'm going to create my own thing. So whatever your goal is this year and whatever your goals are this year, if you're running into something, anything that you've not done before, sometimes you just got to start playing, and it'll solidify itself. Just like a new cover, you're going to see what works. You're going to see what doesn't. Sometimes you're going to fall flat on your face, but it's better to do that in the creation process than up on the stage in front of a, a thousand people, you know. Uh, and you'll work that out. So, you know, guys and gals out there in e drumming world, you know, whether it's putting a new, figuring out how to add another trigger to your kit how to stack modules so that you can get more pads and more triggers whether it's creating your e-drum studio, your virtual drum studio or stealth mode drum studio as I like to call it for the first time sometimes you just have to jump and the net will appear so uh, the other thing I wanted to say it's just like when you're learning covers you're learning that cover for the first time, right? So you know how to apply these beats. So if you go back to when you were learning to play drums, maybe you hadn't done 16th note grooves on the hi hat before. But now that you've mastered, learned it, you know, now when you go to do, do the next original uh, composition or with a band or jam, now you know how to play that. And so there's this concept of just in time learning too. And so if you don't know how, to create a a virtual drum studio a stealth mode drum studio um, then you need some resource to kind of get what you need to know so that you can apply it in the real world get that information right and so that's what my last episode was all about when I was talking about the Design Your Drum Studio Challenge it's currently free and it is a lot like a cover song you're going to get in there You're going to learn what you need to do, and then you're going to apply it by doing it. So, if you will go to my website, it's BrianEdwardBaker.com, and click on Courses, it'll take you right to my school where that class is currently free. It's an online course where you design and create a plan to build your studio in a matter of days. Or a few days, a couple weekends. It's a go at your own pace course and uh, it'll teach you what you need to know, that just in time learning piece. Uh, and that's that, okay? So, anyway, so if you're out there in the world and you're starting to learn, or your goals, one of your goals this year in 2021 is how to create a teaching from home business, or uh, your band is gonna stream for the first time live a concert out to some fans. Um, there's lots of ways to keep moving forward, even though we're in the middle of a pandemic here, early 2021. Um, or if you're trying to do some session work, or whatever your goals are, I'm I'm just kind of spitballing here. You know, everybody's got their own individual path. I urge you to just think of it like learning the drums for the first time and realize that sometimes the written music is not always going to be there. Sometimes you're going to have a section where there's maybe a drum fill edited into a ch- or written into a chart and it just leaves it up to you. Or, you know, sometimes you're not going to have a chart at all and you're just expected to create the drum part. So I urge you in your, in your life, in your drumming, in your business, whatever it is you're doing in 2021, whatever your goal is, don't be afraid to get off the page and just go because it is going to work out even if even if we have train wrecks we pick ourselves back up and we just keep moving so don't be afraid to get off the page just keep moving just create whatever you need to create and it's going to work out it's going to work out so that's all I've got for today Uh, looking uh, into the future here uh, we are going to be having some strategy videos come out on the design your drum studio challenge I've got that free course if you guys want it go grab it while the getting's good Um, it's free for a limited time I'm I'm either gonna go free uh, pay what you want sorry free now but pay what you want or maybe a price in the future uh, that's a set price I'm not sure I'm trying to get evaluations done and I am going to be closing the course soon I've got a few students in there, and I'm I'm going to be closing it probably by the end of January, so if you can get in there, get in there now, while well, it's free, uh, it's just, uh, take the course, to give me some feedback, it's that rough draft version, first time around, everything's there to do at your own pace, and, uh, I'm just asking for feedback, and, uh, testimonials, good reviews, honest reviews, just whatever you think, and, uh, that's that, so the next thing that's coming up is, uh, some more strategy videos on building your drum studio and down the road monetizing your drum studio. I'm going to start getting into the session drumming and how a session is carried out, how all the marketing is done, Um, you know, places you can go to get new clients if you're brand new and uh, all that good stuff. And um, that's it for today. Also, uh, oh, if you guys have ideas or comments on this stuff that I'm talking about today, January for 2021, I'd like to start the year off with uh, an open discussion so what are your thoughts on what I said today Uh, go to bryaneberbaker.com forward slash e-drumming radio and just click the button there and leave me a voicemail Uh, leave me a comment Uh, give me your thoughts and if you got questions about e-drumming or a direction you would like to go uh, with the e-drumming radio podcast I invite you to be a participant Um, you know just give me your thoughts on that have you experienced any of these things yourself are there struggles that you're having in uh, building a studio, uh, designing, building, or monetizing a, a drum studio of your own? Um, if you live in an apartment, I'd really love to hear from apartment dwellers or people that are in condos or townhouses that that have the noise restrictions where you can't make noise. I'd love to hear, uh, what are you struggling with? What is it that you're you know, trying to do? Um, are you able to pra- practice and play? Um, what solutions have you come up with? Um, and then general questions about e-drumming as well. So, yeah, that's what I've got for today. Looking forward to talking to you guys some more. You guys take care. Uh, good luck in your, in your goals for 2021. And uh, have a great day. You know, talk to you in a week. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to the e-drum radio podcast. Get more fuel for your e-drumming diction at brianedwardbaker.com slash e-drumming radio Until next time thanks for hanging out